Part 6 It was the middle of the first period, and there was already blood on the ice, just eleven minutes on the clock. A high stick by Carol on Finn, and Sirius was spewing words at the ref, his mouth guard and his gloved hand. They were across the rink, and with the crowd as loud as they were, Remus couldn't hear Sirius's words. He could only watch him corner the ref. Crouch today, which was good, Crouch was usually fair. He was arguing for a longer penalty, no doubt, gesturing wildly to his own mouth. A mime of the blood Caro had drawn from Finn's lip. Remus tensed when he saw Snape dragging over, coming to a hard stop on the other side of the rink to join the conversation. Remus watched Sirius's eyes harden, watched them get in each other's face, much to the delight of the crowd until Crouch put a hand on both of their chests and pushed them away from one another. Then he skated out to the ice, microphone on, and announced the two-minute penalty. Sirius cussed him a new one. Remus heard that. Carol skated gleefully to the penalty box, which Sirius banged his glove on as he skated back towards the bench. Carol hissed back. Fucking bullshit, Sirius said as he swung over the boards to sit on the bench, the second line replacing him, James, and Finn. Bullshit. It's ten minutes in. It's all right, Cap. Finn tried. Look at your fucking mouth, Harzy. Blood is not two minutes. Sirius shook his head. Remus glanced up, already knowing Sirius was being shown on the jumbo screen in all his rage. Coach leaned down, hand firm on Sirius's shoulder. If you're so mad about it, why don't you stop giving them a show and make it better, eh? Remus watched Sirius' jaw grind for a minute before he nodded. Yes, Coach. Arthur was right. Remus knew that, but oh, did Remus love Sirius's ice temper. Fights weren't always the best thing in the world for the game, but Remus found himself holding his breath, chest and cheeks hot, whenever Sirius got in someone's face or dropped the gloves. Sirius was a fighter, and he usually won. Remus always had to patch Sirius up afterwards in the locker room, where he was silent and fuming. Sometimes he conjured those images for himself when he was alone. It was stupid, but this entire thing was stupid. This crush was probably the stupidest situation he could allow himself to get in. What was so bad, then, about taking it one step further when he was alone, and thinking about what it would be like if Sirius needed to just get a little more energy out before returning to the game? Remus would be right there for him. Sirius would still be without his gloves, and his hands, hot with his temper, would pull Remus in, push him back against one of the stalls, maybe. But not at the rink. Remus cursed himself under his breath and forced his attention back to the game. He did not think about these things at the rink, and certainly not with Sirius sitting directly in front of him. The game didn't get any more smooth after that. Malfoy scored the first goal of the game at the end of the first period with two minutes to go. As he did, he snowed Casey right in the face, giving one of his pads a little knock with his skate. Logan fought him for it, and on the bench Leo looked ready to go out there too, goalie pads or not. The Snakes got a power play from that fight, and Snape scored again. 2 nothing was not where they needed to be right now, and during the first intermission between the first and second period, the locker room was feeling the weight of those goals. They sat in their stalls, relatively quiet. Some of the guys had towels around their necks and their eyes closed, gaining their energy back. James was picking at the tape on his shoulder, but didn't call Remus over. It was unsettlingly quiet until Coach came in, clapping his hands a few times like he was waking everyone up. Rough start, it's true, but we're playing well. We've got hot hands tonight, we do. We just aren't quite following through. That doesn't matter now. This is a reset, alright? 
Arthur talked for a while, and it seemed to pick some of the guys up, but it wasn't until Sirius stood that the guys really straightened, looking to their captain. All right, boys, Sirius said, scratching the back of his neck. His hair was damp with sweat and curling at his temples. He'd peeled his jersey off and took his place in the center of the room in his skates, hockey pants, and bare pads. They looked like an extra exterior skeleton. They made him look a little like a superhero, tall and proud. He was quiet for a few long moments, and Remus held his breath. Then Sirius said, Fuck the snakes. There were a few laughs from around, a few cheers. Sirius pointed to James, who delightedly banged on his stall, then said louder, Fuck the snakes! The sentiment was echoed this time by practically the entire room. Remus loved this, loved how people responded to Sirius. Who gives a fuck what happened last season? Fuck Snape, fuck my ankle, fuck Carol and Dumo's wrist, fuck Riddle, just fuck Riddle. Psychopath, Casey grumbled. Sirius laughed and it sounded a little delirious, like he was still breathing hard, like in his mind they were all already out on the ice. Luke, he continued, Tremsey's got hot hands tonight, second line, you gotta help him follow through. We have to keep the puck out of the corners and know where each other are. Yeah, boys? Fuck the snakes! Finn shouted, and then there was a ruckus of getting geared up for the beginning of the second. Sirius and James knocked gloves, then helmets, and James swatted Sirius's arse before he went, Sirius last in line, just like always. Snape got a one-timer six minutes into the second period, and the boys skated harder, but the snakes more viciously. Carol was a menace tonight, as was Riddle. Seven minutes later, Logan got a breakaway and was shooting down the ice, bringing Remus forward with anticipation until his thighs were pressed against the boards, like he himself was going to jump over them and onto the ice. Riddle held up his blocker, making a come-here motion, taunting Logan as he got closer. Come on, Sirius was shouting from the bench. Take it, Tremsey, take it. And Snape came out of nowhere and slashed his stick at Logan's skates. Logan went flying, tripping up and sliding into the boards back first. Remus's chest tightened, and he began to make his way out of the bench and towards the locker room on instinct. But Logan practically sprung back to his feet as the ref called the whistle. He wanted to yell, but Sirius was already doing that for him. Fucking trip! That's a fucking trip! Sirius shouted, and the ref made a motion at him that was equal parts telling Sirius that he realized that already and telling him to calm down. Snape didn't even stutter, just made his way to the penalty box without any form of remorse. You stupid motherfucker! James bit at him as him and Sirius made their way over the boards for the power play unit. Can't you see over your big fucking nose, Snivellus? Snape remained stony-faced as he closed the penalty box door, but Malfoy skated over as usual. He looked strange against the ice, his blonde hair that fell over his shoulders nearly blending in. He's not the one who needs glasses, eh, pothead? James scoffed, laughing aloud. Go dye your hair, Lucius. Sirius bumped his fist against Logan's chest as he went back to the bench, and Remus was on him as soon as he sat down. He leaned over Logan's shoulder as he squirted some water into his mouth. Hey, you all right? That didn't look too good. Logan shook his hair out, then put his helmet back on. I'm fine. Yeah? Do I have to check that? Or are you telling the truth? Because if you come to me tomorrow with any sort of concussion, I'm keeping you out an extra week out of spite. Logan laughed. Loops, I'm good. I'm not serious. I would tell you. Remus laughed a little at that. All right, all right. Drink more water. Oui, maman. 
Remus jostled his helmet and turned back to the ice. He expected to see Sirius facing off with Malfoy, per usual for the power play. But when he turned, it was... Fuck, Remus breathed out. Regulus and Sirius were staring at each other from across the face-off circle. It was strange to see Sirius's profile uncannily and perfectly mirrored across from him, but in green and silver instead of red and gold. Regulus's hair was longer right now, but the eyes, the nose, the lips were the same. The steely gaze, however, that Regulus had fixed on Sirius lacked all of Sirius's warmth and spirit. It was pure, ruthless determination. Remus's mouth settled into a hard line and he looked at Snape, sitting stonily in the box. He wondered where Regulus learned that expression from. Remus watched Sirius hesitate before leaning down to prepare for the puck drop and realized this was the first time the two brothers had ever faced each other in the NHL. It was a perfect strategy of distraction and intimidation. It was cruel. It was so typical of the snakes that Remus wanted to scream. Remus saw Sirius's lip move, saying something that Regulus didn't respond to. Instead, Regulus's eyes were on the puck in the ref's hands. When the ref dropped it, Sirius's eyes were still on his brother's face. Remus heard Arthur curse as Regulus won the face-off, knocking it over to Lucius easily, who shot it to Yaxley. The crowd went wild. Yaxley got tangled with James briefly, who managed to steal it back to shoot to Sirius, who got it to Finn and back to Sirius. Regulus was on his brother like fire on hay, and it was like they were suddenly the only two players on the ice, battling it out like Remus was sure they had done countless times on the rink that the Black family was rumored to have in the basement of their family home. They were in something of a gridlock, both of them having known each other's strengths and weaknesses all their lives. Coach was shouting from the bench, yelling that they were wasting time, but neither Sirius nor Regulus were giving each other even an inch of room. Remus heard Sirius let out a yell of frustration and finally take his stick into one hand, controlling the puck, while the other acted as a blocker, keeping Regulus back for long enough that he finally got around him. He shot up the ice, pulling the puck back towards him. Malfoy loomed in front of him and he ticked it over to James, then spun around Lucius's outside just in time for James to snap it back. Sirius had barely to touch it for it to redirect towards Riddle. It flew past his glove and the goal horn blared. Remus shouted, throwing his hands up and the bench went wild. James, Frin, and Brady slammed Sirius into the boards in celebration, tapping their helmets. When Sirius came by the bench, gloved fist out to bump against each guy's down the boards, he caught Remus's eye and held it for the entire time, rather than look at who was congratulating him. Remus loved Sirius after a goal, cheeks flushed, smile wide, like he almost couldn't help himself. Remus could still remember the first time he had seen that smile. The thing was, Sirius hadn't smiled in the beginning. Remus had thought it was simply something he didn't do. When he'd first arrived, fresh out of the draft and with unprecedented amount of attention on him that he had received since the age of ten, he'd been quiet and cold. Everything he said, even when no cameras were around, had come out clipped. Remus had, well, not hated him in the beginning, but he'd been so disappointed that this was the serious black he'd watched hours of video on, tried to model his play after, until he couldn't breathe. He'd looked up to Sirius, really, even if they were about the same age. Sirius had always seemed bigger, better. Remus had watched him loosen up over two years, and then had the pleasure of knowing the man Sirius was now for another two. But he remembered that first smile like it was yesterday. Sirius had always had the look of an intense surprise when he scored a goal, and James and the other boys would jump on him, laugh with him, even when he had been nothing but cold to them. It always, and still to this day, made Remus's heart ache to remember the expression on his face. 
He'd let James throw his arms around him, but blink dazedly over his shoulder, wrap an arm around James's back like he wasn't sure how. Finally, when they'd secured a playoff spot two years ago, Sirius and James's first ever, the spell had broken. Sirius had scored the game winner against the Washington Capitals, and the coal horn had blared, and the Hogwarts Stadium had erupted around him, and James had crashed into him. And Sirius had smiled. It had crossed his face like a hose on full blast, like the sun in the late afternoon. He'd turned golden, his eyes had crinkled up, and he'd grasped James's back like it was a lifeline. Maybe it had been for a while, a line that felt like it could be pulled at any moment. But Sirius trusted them now, Remus knew that much. They weren't his lifeline anymore. They were his life. That was the smile Remus saw now, that very same smile, only this time it was directed right at him. Sirius pulled himself over the boards and stood for a second before he sat, looking right at Remus. Remus swallowed hard. Gorgeous, was all he could think to say, and he sounded breathless even to himself. Sirius's grin softened and he sat, keeping his head tilted around and looked back up at Remus. Thanks, he said. Remus pretended to himself that one day he could tell Sirius he hadn't been talking about the goal. The second period ended that way, still deadlocked at 3-1, to one, and the high of Sirius's goal was slowly receding in the locker room. Remus watched from behind the cameras as Sirius did his intermission interview with Rita Skeeter, the Lions reporter. He had his helmet off tucked beneath one arm and kept having to push his hair back to keep the sweat from dripping into his eyes. Serious, Rita was saying with her usual knowing smile. She had a funny and famous relationship with the team. They pranked and messed with her to no end. She rarely asked questions directly related to the game, but she stuck it out, out of tradition. Seeing the lions without Skeeter, or Skeets as the boys, well, James, called her, would be like seeing Snape as their captain. Can you tell us what it's like seeing your baby brother out there? And playing for the snakes, no less. Yep, that was him all right, Sirius said. Remus almost laughed at the typically bland answer. He's a talented player, always has been. Was happy to see him get drafted this past summer. He'll be a great addition to the league. And playing for the snakes? Rita pushed, raising her eyebrows. Snakes are a team as good as any other, Sirius responded. And what do you think you have to do to pull ahead here in the third? Sirius pushed his hair back again and Remus's fingers itched to do it for him. Well, he said, we got to focus on getting the pucks in deep and, you know, finding the net where we can. Rita looked less than pleased with Sirius's typical answerless answers, but she was out of time. The intermission interviews usually lasted a minute or two, if that. Thank you, Mr. Black, she said coolly with a coy smile. Sirius flashed her the tiniest of smiles. Yep. As soon as Sirius was past the cameras, he caught Remus's eye again and sent him a big eye roll. Remus snorted and caught up with him as he headed back to the locker room to rest before the third period. This fucking game, eh? Sirius said. Remus nodded. He had to look up extra high with Sirius in his skates. They added two or three inches to his six foot three. We'll tie it up, Remus said. Sirius raised an eyebrow. You think so? We're better than they are, in every way. Sirius laughed. Can't argue with that, I guess. Where are you going? Sirius looked confused as Remus went to split off from the locker room. Gotta check Tremsey. He says he's okay, but you know how Logan gets. He wants to play more than he wants air. Sirius nodded. I know the feeling. Remus sent him a wry smile. Yeah, I know you do. Sirius flipped him off with a low hand and Remus laughed. See you out there, he said, then stopped. Hey. 
Sirius tilted his head. Remus wasn't sure if it was his place to ask, wasn't even sure if he should bring it up right now, not while their luck was turning, but he cared more about Sirius than the game. He always would. Are you okay? With... with everything? With your brother. They both knew that meant. Sirius nodded quickly, and Remus knew then to back off. He just smiled and said again, See you out there. Sirius bumped his fist over Remus's chest right over his heart. It's good to have you around, Loops. That left Remus a little puzzled, but smiling as he turned towards his office where Logan would be waiting for him, hopefully. Sirius got them one goal closer to tying it up about ten seconds into the third period with such a beautiful wraparound that James actually planted a kiss on the top of his helmet. Remus let out such a surprised, loud yell that his throat hurt afterwards. Coach was yelling excitedly left and right, telling them all to keep this momentum going. Allay! Sirius had shouted, after the goal jumping up against the glass as James slammed into him. It was gorgeous, Remus said to himself, fucking gorgeous. Three to two, one more and they'd have overtime if they needed it, unless they could... Pascal and Logan flew onto the ice and Remus could practically hear Marlene and Frank in the box calling them the father and son line. They pitched the puck into the snakes' zone and Pascal palmed it down onto the ice so he could whip it around the boards to Logan, who lost it to Yaxley. Snape was waiting on their end when Yaxley chipped it back. The defensemen tried their best with Snape and Malfoy zipping in between them, but it was Casey who saved the day. He stopped it with his blocker and the other with the knob of his stick. A final rebound shot pinged off the post before he was able to glove it down and out of play. He rose up off his knees and Remus laughed as he patted the place on the post that had stopped the puck. He always did that, as if thanking his goal. It was sweet, and the media ate it up like chocolate. Hey. Remus looked down at a tap on his thigh and Sirius was looking up at him. Hmm? Remus said and instinctively reached out to take Sirius's gloved hand like it was injured. He realized what he was doing and dropped it, cheeks flushing. Uh, could you pass me the iPad? I want to watch the playback of my last shift. Oh, yeah, for sure. Remus handed him the iPad and watched the way his hair dripped onto the screen with only a slight grimace. Both of their attention was only brought back to the game when the crowd doubled in volume. Caro had supposedly slashed Ollie and the two were now face to face, hands gripping the front of each other's jersey in an effort to keep each other upright and knock each other down at the same time. The others on the line had paired off, keeping each other from making the fight uneven. Fucking hell! Sirius rose up on his feet, banging his stick. Draw it, Allah! The Lions did indeed get another power play as Ollie drew the penalty, and Sirius shoved the iPad back at Remus with a grin before following James over the boards to, hopefully, score another goal and tie up the game. There were ten minutes remaining in regulation time. They fought for it, they fought for it hard, and Remus's heart was in his throat the entire time he watched the clock run down. But Malfoy managed to feed Snape for a slap shot with 46 seconds to go, and it was all over from there. The crowd was manic, hissing and banging on the glass behind the lion's bench so hard that Remus's ears rattled. Remus saw Casey hit his stick down on the ice, dejected, and he skated over from his goal. Sirius waited there on the ice, giving fist bumps and back slaps and nods of approval. He tapped his helmet to Casey's gently and they said a few things quietly to each other, before he finally skated off, last of all. Before he went, however, Sirius glanced over to the snake bench. It took Remus a moment to realize he must have been looking for Regulus, but the younger black didn't glance his way. Remus could see Regulus between Malfoy and Caro, looking pleased. They all had shark grins on their faces.
Remus tried to catch Sirius's eyes, but Sirius left the ice looking down. Remus watched the boys load back onto the bus to their hotel to fly out in the morning. They were all in their game day suits, of course, but they looked more rumpled than they had before. Everyone's shoulders were lower. Remus would do anything to fix it. Fuck Snape. Fuck his slap shot. Fuck the snakes. Remus was in his bed watching some show on Animal Planet when there was a nearly non-existent knock on his door. If Remus hadn't been secretly hoping for it, maybe, maybe expecting it, he probably wouldn't have heard it at all. But he had been hoping. He opened the door and Sirius was standing there in sweats and a t-shirt. He just had socks on his feet, like he had come down the hall specifically for this reason and planned to stay. Hi, he said. Remus stared up at him, smiling a little. Hi. Sirius smiled back, then pushed his hand through his hair. It was fluffy and dark from his shower and looked smooth as it passed through his fingers. Do you want to hang out? Sirius asked. It made Remus remember that he should be stepping aside to let Sirius in, and he did so with a jerk. Yeah, for sure. Sirius wandered right over to the bed and sat down, stretching out on the left, the same side he'd chosen in the last hotel they'd stayed at together. He chuckled a little at the TV. Of course you're watching this. It's relaxing, what? Remus said. Not making fun. Sirius's tongue poked out a little in his smile, teasing. I'm just observing. Remus rolled his eyes as he laid down on the bed too. Oh, you're observing, he said, mimicking Sirius's light accent and making him laugh. He tucked his knees against his chest and leaned back against the pillows. Sorry about the game. Sirius raised one shoulder nonchalantly, but his eyes darkened. It happens. Does it suck that it happened right now? Yes. But, you know. C'est la vie? Remus offered, and Sirius snorted. For sure, he said. They both watched the elks on the screen calmly sip from the watering hole for a moment. Remus expected a lion or something to jump out any minute. He was proven correct when one was shown peeking out from the grass. Hey, c'est moi, Sirius pointed when Remus just gave him an incredulous look. It's me. Oh, you're going to kill an elk now. Only if the elk is a snake, Remus laughed. Right, a snake of or lion. Makes sense. Sirius sighed, paused for a moment, and then said, Fuck. Remus turned towards him a little more. If Sirius wanted to talk, he would let him. It's one game. Yeah, but it felt like the game. The game I came back. The game I proved to everyone. Bullshit. Sirius laughed, but it was a little shaky. I know, I know. Just... Fuck. Fuck, Remus agreed. Hey, I was wondering, and you don't have to answer. Does my baby brother hate me? Sirius looked at Remus. Well, Remus hesitated. Not quite those words, but yeah. Sirius gazed forward, eyes unfocused as he thought about it. He's never been out from under my parents' thumb, he began then ran another hand through his hair. Does he hate me? No, I hope not. I mean, I was like him not too long ago, no? His brows pulled together. Only I had the boys. James, Blizzard. He glanced at Remus. You? Remus felt a tug in his heart as Sirius looked away again. He has Snape and Lucius. He doesn't hate me, but he's going to think he does. He's going to act like he does. For a long time. You don't know that, Remus tried, but Sirius shook his head. I do, because it's what I would have done if I was in his position and he was in mine. Our parents. 
but Sirius cut off, seemingly unable to get the words out. His eyes were still ahead, but more focused now. They were filled with something that made Remus's chest hurt. I'm sorry, Remus said softly. Sirius finally looked at him and held his gaze. His eyes softened a little, and he pressed his lips together in a melancholy smile. Merci. They were lying close together on the bed, and Remus could see a slowly developing deep purple bruise on Sirius's forearm from a nasty slash. He reached out, not thinking, and ran his fingers over it. Sirius drew in a breath, and Remus was suddenly reminded of his small theory. He looked up at Sirius's face, and Sirius was already looking back. Did you ice it? he asked. Sirius nodded. Yeah. Remus glanced down again, nodding. Good. He let his fingers flatten, palm against tender skin, and ran his thumb across the darkness gently. He realized it probably hurt a little, but when he went to draw away, Sirius's hand covered his own. Remus froze completely, but then Sirius simply squeezed and pulled away again. How's Julian? Remus cleared his throat, trying to recover quickly, and took his hand back, holding it close to his chest. He let out a nervous little laugh, and Sirius tilted his head questioningly. He would die if he knew you just asked that. Would he? Remus rolled his eyes, still grinning. Fuck off, you know who you are. Sirius laughed. Yeah, I must be pretty famous if Remus Lupin has my jersey. Remus groaned and sunk back into the pillows, throwing his arms over his face. Oh god, I can't believe he said that. You were never supposed to know about that. Sirius turned onto his side, obviously enjoying himself now. Is it my home or away? Remus huffed, voice muffled by his arms. Home, obviously. Oh, obviously. Sorry. Sirius mimicked Remus's accent this time. Remus peeked out from between his sweatshirt. Sirius had propped himself up on one forearm and was leaning over Remus a little, smiling gently. God, Remus wanted to kiss him. I've never seen you wear it. Sirius raised his eyebrows at the sliver of Remus's eyes he could see. Remus threw his hands down. Well, I wear a uniform, don't I? You mean you wear a tracksuit? I, it's not. Well, Sirius cracked up, nose scrunching, and Remus shoved him on the shoulder so he wouldn't pull him in and kiss him, smile and all. Fine, it's a tracksuit, but it's nice. It has the Lions logo. It has my name on it. It's comfortable. At least I don't have to wear a suit and tie to every game like you do. Remus shrugged, clearing his throat. It makes me feel like I'm part of the team. Sirius made a noise. You are part of the team. Remus sent him an unimpressed look. I'm part of the staff. No, you are as much part of this team as I am. Remus smiled, shaking his head, and looked back at the television. Whatever you say. Remus only looked back when Sirius's hand appeared on his arm, squeezing again. His eyes were light gray, nearly the same as his t-shirt. You are, he said. You are, Re. Remus had to duck his head a little at that. His cheeks felt hot and there was the uncomfortable threat of emotion suddenly in his throat. Thanks, Pads. He managed to choke out and sent Sirius a smile. That means a lot. Do you miss it? Sirius asked. Remus didn't need Sirius to tell him he was talking about hockey. Remus didn't even have to think about it. Every day, Remus said, there's nothing like it. I still want to see you play. Sirius was still leaning over Remus, but he relaxed into the bed now, so they were laying beside each other, heads pillowed on top of their arms, on top of the sheets and quilts. Remus's heart was beating just from that alone. He wondered if he'd ever get used to Sirius Black. He hoped not. Maybe, Remus smiled. 
At least tell me what position you played. Right wing. Good, so when you do play, we can be on the same line. Remus licked his lips, looking down to Sirius's t-shirt. He let out a breath before he spoke. I do think about that, what that would be like. He glanced up at Sirius briefly with a short smile. We'd make a good team, I think. Sirius smiled widely, like the thought made him happy. He looked up a little, like he was imagining it. We would. We'll never know if you don't play with me someday, he said, then knocked his socked foot into Remus's and kept it there, ankle on top of ankle. Remus hummed lightly, looking down at where Sirius's hand was on the bed between them. How come you aren't out with the guys right now? he asked. Sirius made a non-committal noise and pressed his face into the pillow, closing his eyes. Remus smiled a little. Oh, you're just tired. Here I was thinking you wanted to hang out with me. I do, Sirius said, his sleepy smile on his face. His eyelashes fanned across his cheeks, dark as his hair. Remus stayed silent. He was still getting used to seeing this side of Sirius, this version of him without any guard up whatsoever, smiling dopely with his eyes closed. I do want to hang out with you, Sirius said. I want you to play hockey with me. Remus laughed softly, pulling his lip between his teeth. Right, well, win a cup and we'll see. Sirius groaned and reached out blindly for Remus's face. His fingers found his lips and pressed them there. Ne par le soir, Sirius said, then cracked an eye open and snorted at Remus's face. Not, Remus said, fingers closing around Sirius's wrist. Sirius laughed and let him go. Remus hesitated but didn't let go. You and your fucking jinxes, all of you. It's real, it's real, I've seen jinxes. Sirius laughed through the words and it got Remus laughing too. Have you now, Remus said. Yes. Sirius's fingers closed around Remus's wrist and they were just laughing at each other. I told you, I'm just looking for luck. Sirius's eyes were earnest and his fingers were warm on Remus's pulse point. The air felt heavier in the room now, like it was pressing them closer somehow. Remus wanted something. He wanted to know what Sirius wanted, but he didn't want to ask, lest it break the spell of whatever dance they were currently doing. I know, Remus said softly, and I, I said you should let me know when you find it. What you're looking for. Sirius let out a breath, looking down at their hands. They each had their fingers around each other's wrists, not exactly holding hands, but close enough. The warmth from it spread all the way down to where Sirius's ankle rested heavily on his own. It might not be what everyone thinks I'm looking for. Sirius took another breath. What everyone expects. Remus slowly pressed his fingers firmer around Sirius's wrist. He eyed the dark bruise on Sirius's forearm from before and rubbed his thumb lightly over the delicate skin on the inside of his wrist, paler than the rest of him. What's so bad about that? he asked softly. Sirius closed his eyes again and seemed to hold perfectly still within Remus's touch. I don't know, he said finally then. I should let you sleep. It's fine, Sirius. No, I should. This is... He sat up suddenly, pulling away completely. He swung his legs over the edge of the bed, facing away from Remus. Remus could see his back muscles, taut and stressed beneath his t-shirt. This isn't fair to you, Sirius murmured. Remus sat up too, tucking his knees beneath him. Sirius, there's... I'm not even tired. No, not... Sirius stood. He ran a hand through his hair once, twice, then turned towards Remus. His eyes were wider than before, the sleepy contentment and openness long gone. I didn't mean... 
Remus shook his head, trying desperately to think how to remedy this situation to get Sirius to sit back down. He couldn't even stand the thought of another few weeks of Sirius ignoring him, tiptoeing around him like last time. He couldn't. I... Remus began, heart in his throat. You didn't mean what? Sirius took a step forward, then one back. He shoved his hands into his pockets. Nothing, he said, socked heel scuffing the ground. Nothing. I'll... I'll see you tomorrow, eh? At breakfast. Remus swallowed. He was disappointed, but he didn't know what he had expected. This, surely, would be far better than anything else in the long run. They were two friends hanging out. They could gloss over any miscommunication that had just happened, even if they were both aware of it. Yeah, Remus said faintly. Breakfast. Sirius's hand was on the door when he turned. Thank you. Remus stood. You don't have to keep thanking me. Sirius sent him a small smile, but that was all. The door clicked shut behind him, and Remus was left with the flickering television on and even more uneven ground than he had been before. Sirius's house looked like he himself hadn't put in effort to decorate it, but that maybe some of the other guys' wives had come over earlier and strung lights around his door and placed some pumpkins along his walkway and steps. Remus stared up at it as his cab drove away behind him. He was late, almost an hour or so, and the driveway was packed with black Range Rovers and Bentleys. Remus had to squeeze between rear-view mirrors before he could reach the walkway to get to the door. It was closed and he could hear voices and music playing inside. He could hear the high voices of Pascal's and Coach Weasley's kids inside, and he smiled a little, raising a fist to knock. Coming! A voice shouted from within. Remus waited for a moment, bouncing on his toes, before the door swung open to reveal... Fuck. Ree, I thought you weren't going to show up. I was going to send a search party. Remus practically shouted the words. He was obviously more than a little tipsy, and he was dressed head to toe as a fireman. He had the hat on his head with the number 12 stuck on, written on a piece of paper, and the heavy pants and coat. Remus didn't even know anything about firemen, but he already knew he had a thing for Sirius in a uniform. This was just a different type of uniform. I... sorry, I couldn't find my wallet. Which was true, it wasn't Remus's fault that it had come out sounding like a stumbling excuse as he stared at the places on Sirius's jaw and cheek where he had smeared something dark to look like soot on his face. Fuck. Well, come on in, ref. Remus laughed and glanced down at his own costume. He'd borrowed a black-and-white striped referee shirt and put on some dark jeans, then bought a whistle for around his neck. It wasn't much, but he knew some of the guys would get a laugh out of it. Stepping inside, Remus took a moment to look around. He'd only been to Sirius's house a few times for parties similar to this one, but he liked to see how Sirius's space had changed every time. Remus smiled to himself. It never changed much. Sirius lived alone in this huge house, and it tended to remain looking like an interior decorator had stepped in, done their magic, and Sirius had left it that way. There weren't any pictures, like a James and Lily's or Pascal's home. It was just a place where Sirius slept. It made Remus a little sad, and he was glad there were nights like this where the team could fill the big staircases, kitchen, and living room up with light and laughter. Nice costume, Loops. Very funny. Casey said as Remus followed Sirius's fireman hat into the kitchen. Casey raised his beer at him, his girlfriend, Natalie, by his side. 
Natalie was dressed all in black with devil horns on her head and dark makeup on, while Casey was all white and looked as if he had been firmly coerced into wearing the tiny little wings that hooked over his shoulders and a headband in his hair that had a fluffy halo on it. Remus laughed. The blizzard as an angel. I never thought I'd see the day. Casey flashed him a sarcastic smile, then a softer one at Natalie. I was convinced. There's nothing funnier than irony, Natalie said and raised her own glass at Remus. Remus smiled at her but was quickly distracted by a warm hand on his back. Re, you want beer? Wine? Sirius asked, guiding Remus closer to him and over to where the counter was laid out with countless beverages. There's punch that Ollie's girlfriend brought, or I can make you something. We have soda, vodka, rum, whatever you want. Remus hummed, looking over the options. What are you having? Sirius made a face and sort of snickered. Too much, probably. Probably. Casey called. Remus, the captain, is drunk. James did it first, Sirius protested. And if James jumped off the bridge, so would you? Pascal entered the room, one kid hanging off of each of his arms. He smiled at Sirius. We know, mon ami. Hello, Remus. I see you're calling the shots tonight, eh, ref? Remus picked up a bottle of ginger beer and rum, planning to mix something before they were taken out of his hands by Sirius, who waved him off and set about doing it himself. Remus smiled, shrugging. I'll call him when I see him. Pascal looked between the two of them, a funny, amused expression on his face. As you should. Papa, I want another. Remus looked down at Katie, one of Pascal's two daughters, and Mark, his oldest son. Katie, you've had two cupcakes, and you're going trick-or-treating tomorrow night, ma puce. Candy is different than cake, she laughed, clinging more tightly to him. Mark wants one, too. Pascal fixed them with a mocking, stern gaze. Sirius said we could, Mark chirped, bounding around the counter and hugging Sirius around the legs. Oh, did he now? Pascal raised his eyebrows at Sirius. Are you in charge of my children now, mon capitaine? Sirius shrugged, smiling warmly and placing a large palm over Mark's head. You know I can't resist. It's your fault for leaving them with me. Pascal shook his head, but a smile was threatening to break over his face. He held up a finger. One, he said, and Mark and Katie shrieked and scampered off towards Remus assumed there was a food table set up in the dining room. Pascal took another beer and made to follow them, but pointed at Remus. You make sure he gets a penalty for that day? Remus raised his newly mixed drink to him. Will do, Dumo. He looked at Sirius, picked up his whistle, and blew lightly. Sirius laughed, a full megawatt grin that Remus needed to look away from and couldn't tear his eyes away from all at once. The party went well after dark. A few of Sirius's many unused bedrooms went to some sleeping Dume and Weasley children, and everyone else, team and staff alike, were scattered around Sirius's house. Remus found himself with quite a few drinks in him and an easy, happy buzz running through his veins. He also, having gone upstairs to look for a free bathroom, found himself in a hallway that didn't look quite like he recognized. He tried one door, which turned out to be some sort of linen closet, and then another, which thankfully was an empty bedroom. He beelined it for the bathroom, and when he came out again, was about to leave when a picture on the dresser across the room caught his eye. Then another and another. Remus crossed the room, walking around the bed, and looked closer at them. The first one showed two dark-haired boys dressed in what looked like peewee hockey jerseys. They had their arms thrown around each other's necks and were grinning toothily at the camera. 
Remus would recognize that face anywhere, even in a different time. Sirius, he said under his breath, and his eyes moved to the other boy, slightly younger. Regulus. The next picture was much more recent. It was of Sirius, James, Lily, and James's parents at Christmas, beside the tree. Then there was one of just Sirius and Lily, and Sirius and James. There were a few more of him and James clustered around. None of them were framed, but just carefully laid out, like they were looked at often. There was a picture of Casey and Sirius with their arms around each other and beer cans in hand at some bar, laughing hard, eyes squeezed shut. Remus leaned forward to see the ones towards the back, careful to keep his drink clear of them. There was another of Lily, a few of Logan, Pascal, and Finn, messing around on plane rides or the bus, and then... Remus set his drink down altogether, reaching forward to pick one up that was half-hidden from view. It was him. In the picture, he was leaning against the wall of what he recognized as the locker room, talking to Moody. He had his head tilted back, laughing at something, and was fidgeting with a roll of stick tape. Remus didn't know if Sirius had taken the picture or where he had gotten it from, but something warmed in his chest at the thought of Sirius looking at this. It made him feel frantic, too, his mind asking why over and over. Penalty, a voice said from behind him suddenly, making him jump and turn. He dropped the picture back on the dresser. Sirius was standing there. He'd since lost his fireman hat and jacket and was left standing in a white t-shirt and fireman pants with the reflective material striped on them. The shirt set off his tan skin nicely, and Remus swallowed, the alcohol in his system making it harder than usual to ignore. Sirius smiled crookedly at him. Two minutes for snooping. I... I was looking for a bathroom, Remus stuttered. I'm sorry. I'm toking loops. Sirius sat down on the bed. His bed, Remus realized with a jolt. He'd wandered into Sirius's room. The space suddenly felt charged, warm, and electric. Oh, Remus said stupidly, right. Then he cleared his throat. <clears> they <throat> just caught my eye, and I never see any pictures in your house or anything. I didn't know this was your room pads. I really am. Um, I didn't mean to. Sirius pushed a hand through his hair, and Remus almost wanted to snap at him to not, because honestly, his arms. Don't worry. Really, I... Sirius seemed to think about it for a minute. I guess this feels like the only room I really spend much time in, other than the kitchen. The pictures are... for me. I'm sorry, Remus said helplessly again, but smiled a little at Sirius's exasperated look and came to sit beside him. Good party? Sirius asked. Remus nodded. The drinks are certainly not in short supply. Sirius laughed. I can tell. At Remus's confused look, he reached up and rubbed a thumb over the high of Remus's cheek and the rest of his palm cupping Remus's jaw. Pink cheeks. He dropped his hand. You get like that when you drink. Remus felt himself flush further at the fact that Sirius even noticed, but then again maybe Sirius did notice him in ways he hadn't seen before. He maybe flirted? He had a picture of Remus and Moody in his room. He was touchy but with everyone. Remus let out a breath. He just didn't know. It's hot, Sirius said, and then his smile fell, dropped like a stone. Ah, he looked down. Sorry, n like, no, I mean... Remus practically gaped at him, heart leaping. Hot? Hot was not a friend word. It's okay, Remus said, barely hearing himself over his heart. 
Lots of drinks, like you said. Sirius tried to laugh, but it came out tight, his eyes firmly downcast. Remus raised his hand. It hovered for a moment, and then he let it rest on Sirius's thigh, a little higher than what would usually be acceptable. Sirius, he said, and when Sirius turned to look at him, tearing his wide eyes away from Remus's hand, he nodded. It's okay. Sirius blinked at him. Remus could see his throat work around a hard swallow, and he drew in a shaky breath. Sirius shook his head minutely. Yes, Remus said, it is. Then Sirius's eyes widened. He sat there until he seemed to remember to breathe again and said, You? Remus felt frozen for a second. There he was, about to tell a secret he'd never told anyone, to tell the one person he thought he'd never tell, or at least would be the last to know. But he wasn't about to let there be any miscommunication, not with this. If Sirius was sitting there thinking he couldn't like men because of his career, Remus wasn't going to sit by and watch. He nodded, just as quietly, back. Sirius let out a shuddering breath. That's why you don't play hockey anymore. Remus's heart squeezed. Of course that was what Sirius would latch onto. He shook his head, rubbing his thumb once over Sirius's thigh soothingly. No, no, Pads, I don't play hockey anymore because I'm not six foot three like you. My, my sexuality had nothing to do with it. No one knew. No one knows. Sirius's eyes were wide again. And you tell me. Remus pulled his bottom lip into his mouth for a moment. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess I did. Why? Sirius asked, voice breathless. Remus looked down at him, eyebrows pulling down. I'm not ashamed of it or anything. I thought, aren't you? Sirius looked away quickly, eyes going back down. His chest and back were rising and falling quickly beneath his t-shirt, and Remus moved his hand tentatively from Sirius's thigh to his back. Sirius was warm, and his heart was fast. He was panicking. Sirius, it's all right. It's okay. I'd never tell anyone. I just... I brought it up because I thought that maybe you... Sirius stood abruptly, and Remus's hand fell to the bed. I... it's not good. I can't. Remus felt like someone had just knocked his skates out from under him and sent him flying backwards onto cold, hard ice. He didn't know what that meant. It's not good. Being gay? Being with Remus? He looked up at Sirius and painstakingly nodded, feeling like whiplash. Right, he choked out. He was definitely going to cry when he got out of here. He had the briefest thought of walking all the way home just to get it out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sirius made a pained noise in the back of his throat, and then he was suddenly dropping to his knees in front of Remus and cupping the back of Remus's calves, then the sides of his thighs. No, Remus, listen, Sirius pleaded, eyes dark and sad. Remus. Remus looked down at him, utterly confused now. I'm listening. It would have to be. Sirius closed his eyes briefly, then opened them again. Secret. So secret. And so hard. It wouldn't be fair to you, Remus, if my parents found out. I mean, if anyone found out. Remus blinked at Sirius, words caught in his throat. Are you saying... Sirius nodded hard, voice a whisper like Remus's. Yes, yes, I want you. I've wanted you for, mon dieu, I don't know how long. Remus let out a breath that was bursting with relief and reached out to touch Sirius's cheek, needing to feel him to make sure this was real. 
and Sirius caught his wrist, eyes desperately sad. He shook his head, pushing his hand back. I want you too, Remus said, confused. Sirius. And then Remus really heard what Sirius had said. Too hard. Remus sank back into himself, and Sirius dropped his hand. They sat together, Sirius on his knees, an expression aching. Remus's eyes down, for what felt like minutes and minutes. Remus, Sirius finally whispered, voice shaky. Please understand. I'm not ashamed to want you. I just... My family... I... I'm scared. Remus nodded slowly. He did understand. Of course he understood. This decision was bigger for Sirius than it was for him, but even if Sirius had made up his mind, Remus needed him to know something. I do. I know it would be hard. Began. Sirius made a soft, relieved noise and went to speak, but Remus cut him off. I just wouldn't care, Remus said more firmly. Sirius sucked in a sharp breath and Remus looked at him. You'd be worth it. Remus pressed his lips together in a regretful smile. For me, you'd be worth it. He rose, stepping around Sirius. He let his hand rest for a moment on his shoulder. Just keep that in mind, okay? Remus went back downstairs and called himself a cab.